what's up? Welcome back. It's been a while. Welcome back to Brian Carter 99 49ers podcast. As always, hope you're doing well. The uh, free agency has been chaos. <clears throat> kind of hope you're staying off 49ers Twitter uh, just because everyone is always angry about everything. And why didn't we sign every single free agent that was a free agent? You know, I mean, according to Twitter, we should have signed every single free agent uh, because the cap doesn't exist. So in a quick tangent here, all the people complaining about Bobby Wagner to the Rams. I get it. Bobby Wagner's really good. But let's not forget that the Rams lost like six starters. So, yes. The Rams signed Bobby Wagner. They now have a very good linebacker. The Rams signed Allen Robinson. He is a very good receiver. They also lost their starting left tackle, one of their starting guards, both of their two starting receivers in Robert Woods and Odell. They lost Vaughn Miller. They lost a starting defensive lineman. They lost... Uh, one of their starting corners. Like, yes, the Rams signed two big name free agents. They also lost like six or eight starters. So, yeah, it's it, it's just silly. People like to overreact on everything. I'm not about it. <laughs> uh, so some news. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the YouTube channel has come to its demise I was I was the victim of the YouTube copyright gods and XOS digital sports entertainment copyright lady because it's like one person who flagged every single one of the videos (laughs) whoever she is she flagged like 10 of my videos And uh, my YouTube got banned because I wanted to share the all 22 with you. So it's a bummer. Um, I'm still scouting, but uh, we no longer have the scouting videos up. And my YouTube got like totally erased. Like I legitimately can't even go on my old YouTube to I had to create a new YouTube channel so that <laughs> so that I could watch YouTube. So I'm having to like go through. I've had the I had my last YouTube channel for oh geez. I think I had that profile for like 10 years. Like legitimately, I had a YouTube channel 10 years and I never had anything uploaded. I think I had one video that I uploaded maybe eight years ago, and it was just some stupid random video with like six views. And then I started posting these videos a couple weeks ago and then boom, Ben Hammer, Ben Hammer. So, you know, it is what it is. So what I'm going to be doing, there's still not a whole lot of news news going on in the NFL. I mean, there's always plenty of content, obviously. Um, what I think I'm going to do, though, just because it is draft season, unless something big happens news-wise, I don't think we're going to have very many of these kind of podcasts where I come in and I'm, hey, conversationally, like, let's talk about free agency. Who'd they sign? Who they didn't sign? What do we think of them? 
Um, I mean, we'll do those like once every week or two. But the big thing that I'm going to do now and probably my focus this next week is I am going to go through everyone who I've done a draft scouting report on and I'm going to put that into podcast version. Um, so I haven't done everyone that I want to do and there's still a lot of scouting that I want to do. We are about four weeks away from the draft. Uh, shout out to John Chapman and the 49ers Rush podcast road trip. Can't wait to go to Vegas, party it up, meet Fred Warner, Elijah Mitchell, and uh, hang out there with the whole crew and all the people there. It's going to be an awesome time. I'm super pumped for that. Um, going to Vegas for the draft. It's crazy. Who would have thought I'd be doing this? And it's I'm spending a lot of money, but you know it, it is what it is. It's... Uh, you know how it is. We're, we are obsessed football fans. There's people who don't care about football. There's casual fans. And then there's us psychopaths who listen to podcasts nonstop every week and crunch game film and then talk to other, you know, people on Twitter with, you know, about how they would be a better GM than the actual GM. You know, we're crazy. We're crazy fans. Um, but yeah, so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to continue doing my scouting um, as much as possible. And over the next week, I'm going to try and go through all of my previous scouting videos. I'm going to watch them and then I'm going to summarize my notes and I'm going to try and come on here and go over every single prospect that I've done so far. I think I did it on a previous episode, but that episode was like an hour and a half. So what I'm going to do, I think I'm going to break it down. I think I'm going to break it down by school. So I'll say like, hey, Alabama offense, bam, these are the guys that I've scouted so far. You know, Mechie, Williamson, um, Brian Robinson, the running back. These are the three guys. Cam Latu, the tight end. These are the four guys that I watched. Here's what I think. And then just do like a short podcast. You know, maybe 10 or 15 minutes where you can just kind of be like, oh, cool. Brian put out Alabama offense. Here's the four players that he scouted. Here's what his thoughts are. Um, you know, just kind of like mini miniature pods, you know, where I'm doing probably three to five uh scouting reports I'm thinking per podcast. So that's going to be my focus here uh, moving forward. Now, what I will say, I am going to put up some scouting videos. I can't put it on YouTube though, unfortunately. <laughs> so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a Google Drive, and then what I'll do is I'll post on Twitter a vote of like, hey, which video do you want me to post? And then anyone who votes on it and DMs me, I will give them access to the Google Drive because literally all it's going to be is just the all 22 of when I watch the all 22 and I scout. So if you want to spend an hour watching me watch game film, then you can do that. Um, I still have all the videos on my laptop. 
if I look it up right now, let me just pop over to videos. Um, just to list off, so this is what I've done so far in scouting. Alabama offense versus Texas A&M defense. I did Penn State offense versus Illinois defense. Boston offensive line versus Clemson defense. Uh, Miami, Ohio defense. I had the Oklahoma defensive line. Uh, SMU offense versus Houston defense. I've got Baylor defense versus Texas. Alabama offense versus Auburn defense. ASU offense versus South Dakota defense. Uh, Kentucky offense versus Tennessee defense. ASU defense. Uh, Kentucky defense versus Tennessee. Uh, Penn State defense, North Dakota State University offense, Cincinnati offense versus Notre Dame, Cincinnati defense versus Houston, uh, LSU defense versus UCLA offense, and I've also got Tyquan Thornton, and uh, let's see here, I've got Senior Bowl offensive defensive line, all their practice reps, film breakdowns, I've got the Senior Bowl wide receivers versus DBs, all the practice reps with some breakdowns. Um, and then uh, Javon Hiley and Zonovan Knight, two guys who, you know, undrafted free agent kind of guys. But I've got all that. So I've got to get all these videos. I don't know how many that was. Let me see if I can kind of select. That is that is 23 videos. So I'm going to try and take all 23 of those videos um, rewatch them. Um, obviously not watch the whole thing, but rewatch, uh, as much as I can and to kind of get my ideas and put together notes on each of these players. And then I'll do a podcast. So I would say expect roughly 20 quick mini pods, uh, to be released here in the next week. I don't know how much editing I know I'm going to be doing. I don't know how much of whatever. I mean, there's, I think I've done 50 draft prospects or so at this point, and I'm probably going to try and do 50 to a hundred more before the draft. Um, you know, time's a little bit of a crunch, but you know, if I get a good, uh, if I get a good alt, I still have access to all the videos, which is good. And, uh, don't ask me how I got it because it, uh, it, it, it took, uh, yeah, don't don't ask me how I got it, but <laughs> I still have access to all the film, uh, a ton of draft footage. So there's a lot of guys I still want to scout. There's still, um, I think, about eight or so defensive linemen I want to scout. There's still probably five or ten tight ends I want to scout, uh, probably ten corners, uh, some receivers. There's still a lot that I want to scout. Um, I'm obviously not going to get to everyone. There's, you know, there's, there's 250 something picks in the draft and there's 400 something eligible players every year. Um, if I can scout over a hundred, then I think that is, I would consider that a lot considering this is my first season really going in and watching actual film. But, uh, point being is that over this next week, my goal I don't know if I'll be able to, but my goal is to get all those videos and put out a ton of mini podcasts, just 
so you can be like, cool, I'm interested in these players and here's the, here's the breakdown of what I saw. Um, and I'll just be honest again, as always, I am not a, a coach. I'm not a scout. I didn't even play football at pretty much any level. Um, I think I played like a month in middle school and just didn't really have the support and didn't have the passion for it. I'm just, I'm just a huge fan now. And, uh, I just kind of look and try and see what I can with my eyes. And, uh, you know, I learn as much as I can and then I try and do some analysis, but anyways, so keep an eye on the pod, uh, like subscribe, all that good stuff if you haven't already. But, uh, that's my goal is that over the next week or so I get all of those videos, all 20 videos or so, and turn those into bite-sized pods. Uh, so that way you can get an idea about who I'm scouting as potential 49ers draft picks. Um, but anyways, let's get into the rest of the news. Um, but again, if you want access to those videos, um, I think the, the Google drive, let me see if I can pull it up here. There's the Google drive. There's only so much that you can have inside the Google drive before, uh, let me see here. Uh, Google drive. There we go. The Google drive. Yeah. My Google drive. Go to Google drive. Cool. So there's, there's just a limit on the amount that you can fit on there. Um, so if you DM me, you'll probably have to message me as well. Right now I've got five videos up and it's 88% full. So I might be able to fit like one more video. Um, but right now I've got SMU offense, Houston defense, Baylor defense, Texas offense, Kentucky offense, Tennessee defense, Alabama defense, Tennessee, uh, Kentucky D and Tennessee offense. So I've got five videos up right now. If you DM me on Twitter, I will give you access to those videos. And uh, again, it's literally, a, it's Google Drive, so all you can do is basically go on there, watch the videos. If you want to upload crap and delete my crap, like have at it, but I mean, that's kind of like a D-bag thing to do, and that's why I'm only going to do it for people who ask me directly. But if you do, I will let you access these videos that the YouTube gods decided to not let me share. <laughs> Uh, and I, I'm not allowed to take your money either, else they might sue me. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the news. Um, we re-signed some players. We re-signed Jordan Willis, defensive lineman. I like it. Solid defensive depth piece. Uh, we re-signed, and most of these guys, I'm guessing, are on, most of these guys are on very low, like, minimum deals. Uh, the way I kind of think of this is right now we're in off-season mode, which means through the draft and all these free agents and stuff, we're building to a 90-man roster for training camp. So just because we're signing these guys does not mean they're making the final 53. Right now we're building to 90. So that means, you know, we're going to have five or six tight ends. We're going to have 15 defensive linemen. We're going to have 10 wide receivers. So we're just trying to build up to that 90 man roster. And uh, a lot of these guys who we re-signed, they're probably on very close to vet minimum deals. Uh, but anyways, Jordan Willis, I like it. 
solid defensive lineman. Uh, had the blocked punt, which was awesome against the Packers. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., meh. Uh, I really like how hard Jeff Wilson runs, and I like how he plays, but he's always been the least productive uh, 49ers running back. Just it is what it is. I think he's averaged the least out of anybody other than maybe like Tevin Coleman. <laughs> um, Dante Johnson, of course, as uh, some affectionately call him, the barnacle, because he sticks around. Uh, but yeah, Dante Johnson's back. And you know what? I don't hate it. If Dante Johnson is our fifth corner, I'm cool with that because he can play slot. He can play safety. We saw that. Um, he can play outside. He's definitely not who you want starting any of those positions. But again, if you're talking about your number five corner and he can play three different positions, absolutely. Love Dante Johnson as that. Plus, he's kind of like a coach on the field, being that he's been an NFL defensive back for like eight years. Uh, let's see here. Kerry Hyder. We brought Kerry Hyder back, so that's funny. Kerry uh, Hyder went off with us a year ago, had eight and a half sacks. And then the Seahawks paid him a lot of money and then he wasn't as productive. And then he comes back on a cheap deal and he's probably going to be productive again. Cause, because we have Chris Kosarek and you know, it is what it is. Uh, we also brought back uh Darquez Denard. Uh, if you remember, we brought him on late last season and he ended up playing some snaps uh, against the Rams. I think week 17, uh, week seven, week 18 against the Rams. I think he played slot, uh, for about half the game, but dark Denard, we brought him back and we brought back, uh, Ross Dwelly, duct tape Dwelly. Shout out Chapman. Um, other good news is that Alex Mack is, it's sounding very much like he's likely to return. I don't want to give out any kind of Joe Staley vibes where everything sounded like it was good. And then he retired in the middle of the draft and we just didn't know about it. Um, but it sounds like Alex Mack is going to be returning. So all signs point to that and hell yeah, we need one more season of him at center. The best thing that we can have for Trey Lance is a veteran, you know, pro bowl, all decade, uh, veteran center. Love it. Uh, D Ford is the other news and D Ford is likely not going to be playing football and or playing football for the 49ers ever again. They restructured his deal again. It's like the fourth time. Um, but the way that they did it, basically what they did when they restructured his deal was they cleared up about four something million dollars in cap space. And basically by restructuring his deal, they're not really going to be able to cut him and he's not really going to be retiring. Now that's kind of good. And here's the way that I'm kind of justifying it and why it makes sense. When a player retires, any guaranteed dead cap money from any previous, uh, this is the way I understand it. I heard it kind of explained, so this is kind of how I understand it at least. Whenever a player retires, any dead cap or any remaining dead cap for the duration of their entire contract 
would then be effective on the books immediately. Meaning if D Ford had retired, it would be, I think like six, uh, it would not just be what they were responsible now, but it would be like an additional $6 million dead cap hit against the cap this season. So they wouldn't not, they wouldn't just be over the cap, but they would also have an additional chunk of dead cap that would hit them. What they're doing by restructuring is they're basically, instead of taking that dead cap hit, they're going to say, hey, we're going to take all that money that if you were to retire, you would get in a lump sum right now. We're just going to spread that out over the next three or four years. And you're doing us a solid. So like D Ford did us another solid by restructuring. He's still getting his money. I think he's going to make like $40 million with the 49ers. Um, and I will say like D Ford was incredible. The season that we had him in 2019, when we went to the Super Bowl, he was so freaking good when he was on the field. It's a shame that his body failed him because D Ford, when he was healthy and he was on the field, he was a game changer, you know, like him with Bosa 2019, just, it was, it was incredible what they did with that defensive line when he was healthy and he was out there. Unfortunately, health is the issue. So he renegotiated his contract for like the fourth time, cleared up like four or five million dollars in cap. Um, he, it sounds like what they're going to do is basically keep him on the roster under an is- injury designation forever. And then he can retire in like two or three years and then they don't take a big cap hit. Or maybe they can, you know, have him retire like a year from now when the cap goes up another 20 or 30 million dollars. And then, you know, it like, it won't be that big of a deal, but basically what they did is they say, Hey, if you hold off on retiring, you're doing us a solid, we'll renegotiate. We'll just keep paying you to be, you know, injured, but still on the team for the next three years. And I also kind of like it because it allows D Ford, since he's on the team to rehab with the 49ers facility until he retires. So he's getting some of the best rehab specialists, um, not just in the NFL, but I would probably say in the world. Um, you know, the 49ers, they are, by most accounts, one of the best like rehab um, teams. I don't know what you call it, but like their, their rehabbing stuff is very well spoken of. And you think about the amount of money that they're spending, it's probably one of the best rehab programs in the world. So as long as they're keeping D Ford around, he gets a chance to rehab with the best of the best, um, you know, at the expense of the 49ers. So I hope that D Ford is able to rehab. He's not going to, he's not going anywhere. Um, but consider him as it's kind of like Ryan Shazier with the Steelers where they kept him around for a couple of years until he was able to walk. And then he retired. Uh, I think they're going to do basically the same thing with D Ford where it's like, Hey, you know what? We're going to keep giving you a one or $2 million a year for the next three or four years. Thank you for renegotiating your contract. You cleared up our cap space and you can use our facility and all the rehab, everything for, you know, the next three or four years. So, um, you know, he's, he's never going to get cut. Um, but I'm trying to put a positive spin on it because I like D Ford. He's a cool dude, incredible player. And it just really sucks what happened to his body. The NFL is a really fucking rough sport and, uh, 
you know, his body just couldn't take it. So I hope he's able to rehab, get healthy and enjoy the rest of his life. Um, and he'll be making a little bit of money here for the next few years uh, until it's all over. All right, let's get into the Jimmy G shit because uh, we have to talk about it. And I'm I'm kind of glad that I was able to go 24 minutes before we talked about Jimmy. Um, but yeah, at this point, there was uh, the NFL had their owners meeting. Uh, there was some talks between there was some reporters who asked John Lynch questions and then Kyle Shanahan an- answered questions. And there was some things that came out. Um, some interesting comments. I'm sure you've already heard them. I'm not going to go over them too much. The main kind of thing that I'm seeing right now is that, uh, at this point, the trade market for Jimmy Garoppolo is the Carolina Panthers. It's basically it. I can't think of any other team that it would make sense. Um, I also, I found it interesting that John Lynch admitted that there were zero offers. Now he did say that it was like, I forget the exact verbiage that he used, but it was something along the lines of there were never any official offers made something along those lines. It was interesting the way that it was kind of phrased. And uh, for for any of you who think that like Jimmy is going to, you know, be quarterback one next season, it's not happening. They've already told us, Um, you know, they got rid of Scagarello, Scangarello, whatever his name was, the quarterback coach who Jimmy really liked. They brought in Brian Greasy because they wanted a quarterback coach who was kind of like a veteran QB with a lot of experience that could, you know, help a young guy you know, feel comfortable. They brought in Brian Greasy for Trey. Hey, here's an NFL veteran who knows the game inside and out that Shanahan coached, um, you know, to work with Trey. Cool. They admitted, you know, like we, they admitted that they were having talks and they tried to trade Jimmy, but then the shoulder surgery happened, which John Lynch surprisingly kind of the way that he said it, then the surgery happened or whatever he said, the way that he kind of said it was very much like, uh, Jimmy did this without us really giving our approval. And it kind of screwed us over in our trade talks. Um, I understand why Jimmy did it. Jimmy's, you know, looking out for Jimmy, which I get it. You always, here's the, whenever somebody is trying to get like, whenever somebody is trying to make more money, do what's best for them. I have zero problem with that because you know what? There's only one person in this world who's going to look out for you and that's you. So if somebody comes into my work, um, this actually happened today. Uh, We had a girl who was starting and I was really excited because I was like, dude, you're going to be awesome at this position. It was her first day and then came in today. Hey, I got offered a much better opportunity, a job that I've been wanting. Obviously, I'm bummed out because we really wanted her on the team, but at the same time, you know, you got to look out for number one. Cause you know, I would do the same thing. If, if where I'm working right now, I was offered a better job with hired pay. I'd be like, Hey, you know what? I love you guys, but, uh, I got to look out for him for me. Cause nobody else is going to look out for me. So I understand Jimmy looking out for Jimmy. That being said, they have, Shanahan and Lynch, they always try and mince their words and say things very carefully and kind of don't give away what their plan is because they want to be able to negotiate and 
have that flexibility in terms of uh, just just all that kind of stuff. They're they're very careful and political with uh, their planning and strategizing and roster building, keeping things close to the vest, not leaking. But they've told us everything. They built this team around Trey, uh, and they admitted we have been trying to trade Jimmy. When the surgery happened, it made a lot of teams nervous. We never had an official offer, which that surprised me, but they were in talks. At this point, though, it's basically Jimmy to the Panthers or I don't know. I don't know. Um, the good news is that uh, free agency has basically come and gone. Uh, there's still a couple players that I would love to add. You know, J.C. Treader's out there. He's a center. He could play right tackle. You know, we could really use a right tackle slash right guard right now or somebody. He would be one of the starting offensive linemen on our team. I would love it if we could have him. Um, Tyron Matthew is still out there. How fun would it be to add Tyron Matthew to the Niners? It's not happening. Just, we don't have the cap space. I'm sure he wants a big deal. Um, but I mean, it'd be fun. You know, if we traded Jimmy, we would have enough money. We could probably do that, but it's not happening. Uh, point being though, is that the big free agency stuff is coming gone. I really like, I like most of the moves that we did. Uh, I would have done it differently if I was in charge. I'm not, but it is what it is. Point being, though, is that with Jimmy, the $25 million that we can clear up, none of it's guaranteed. Zero dollars of Jimmy's money is guaranteed if you take out the injury stuff. If we cut him and he fails a, a physical, sure, we're on the hook for $7.5 million until somebody else signs him for seven and a half million dollars. And then we're clear of that. If we cut him next week, we clear up $25 million. If we clear, if we cut him the day of the draft, we clear up $25 million. If we cut him the day before training camp, we save $25 million. If we cut him, on the final cuts, where we're getting down to the final 53, we saved $25 million. Jimmy has no guaranteed money left. So in that sense, the Niners still hold the cards. They can deal him at any point between now and the start of the regular season, and it clears $25 million off the books. Now, again, unfortunately, free agency has pretty much come and gone, uh, and the Niners don't have much cap space. But any money that they have is going to roll over into next year. So if we're able to offload Jimmy at any time between now and the start of the regular season, we clear up $25 million to, you know, either add stuff for this season, even though they're likely just depth pieces. Um, but it also frees up money for next year for extensions uh, and things like that. Um now, as far as timeline goes of when Jimmy might get traded, um, I believe that there is a six-week check-in with his shoulder surgery about a week before the draft. So that's probably when we're going to find out some news about, hey, you know, teams are starting to sniff around and there's, you know, that, that after the check-in, that's when, you know, the Panthers... 
It's the only team that I can think of that actually makes sense. I, I can't see any other team trading for Jimmy. Um, at this point, it's basically it's the Panthers. And I think they should because I think that their coach, if they don't have a winning season, is going to get fired. And Jimmy on the Panthers, that's a solid roster. And there's only one good team in that division. So they would probably be the second best team in that division uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and they'd probably make the playoffs. You know, there's seven playoff teams. Why couldn't the Panthers make it in with Jimmy G? You know? Um, but yeah, so timeline. When Jimmy has his checkup, that's when teams can start checking with the doctors. Hey, how's it going? Oh, his his rehab is looking really good. Okay, cool. Well, now we might feel more comfortable trading him. Um, one of the big things that I know Chapman has talked about is if two quarterbacks go in the top five before the Panthers... Uh, then he thinks that Jimmy might get traded during the draft. So I could see a potential opportunity where Jimmy gets traded day two of the draft. That's the first, I think, legit possibility on timeline. Um, The next time that I think that we're looking at, realistically, in terms of timeline for the draft, or timeline for the trade, is before training camp. So... As soon as Jimmy can pass a physical, which is right around training camp, give or take a week or three, that's an opportunity for a team to trade for him and be, hey, you know what? Cool. You're throwing again. You're cleared for a physical. Awesome. We will trade for you. Come into training camp. And then Jimmy can start, you know, doing training camp. Um. So that's, I think, the second timeline as far as when the Jimmy trade might happen. So number one is during the draft, potentially day two. So if one of those desperate teams doesn't get a quarterback, then maybe they trade for Jimmy in day two of the draft. That'd be really fun to find out being in Vegas that Jimmy got traded. Uh, Second time is right around the beginning of training camp, as soon as Jimmy can pass a physical. I think the third time is going to be um, not training camp, but once the preseason actually starts, I think that's a possibility. It could even be, and it would really annoy me if Jimmy was still on the team week one. Um, Trey better fucking start if by some crazy chance that does happen. I might have to pause this and take the dog out to... uh, use the bathroom. We'll, we'll see. She's starting to move around a little bit in her crate. <laughs> um, but if Jimmy is still on the roster week one, he might just be the most expensive backup in the NFL. And I really don't like it. And I'd prefer for him to be gone by the time training camp starts, but I'm not in charge of the roster. Um, if that does happen, he can still get traded up until week eight, maybe somebody gets hurt and they need a, they need a quarterback. But I think those are the most likely options. Um, the other possibility is that maybe they just cut Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think they're going to do that. Um, the only time that I think that might make, I don't even know when they would like, they could do it once he clears a physical. So, you know, maybe, first or second week of July or whenever like training camp starts, or maybe they just cut him with final cuts and they're like, Hey, thanks. But, uh, you know, we want this 25 million in cap for next year. 
Um, and we're rolling with Trey. And then they cut him, and then Jimmy's, you know, left all alone week one without a team, and maybe it's, he gets picked up by someone. Uh, I don't think he's going to get cut, but if he did get cut, it's not going to be until he can clear a physical, definitely, at this point. Otherwise, they would have cut him by now. I think they're going to try and deal him, and I think they still might be able to. Who knows what they're going to get. Um, obviously, it's frustrating having to talk about this when we thought Jimmy was already going to be gone and be traded, but... You know, it is what it is. Um, I really don't want to talk about this whole Jimmy thing. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I missed. Um, but, you know, it's it's everything that people want to talk about. So, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, so the only other notes that I have left on here, remaining free agents. Um, I think I already talked about that. There's not a whole lot. The weaknesses on the roster that I see, uh, the main thing is offensive line. Um, is Aaron Banks going to be good at left guard? Who's going to play right guard? And is McGlinchey going to be healthy enough to start and play well at right tackle? Three big question marks on the O-line, and that's assuming that Alex Mack returns at center. Um, so remaining free agents, you know, if we could add a starting, but again, like how many starting offensive linemen are still available in free agency? And then the other thing is a starting safety. It sounds like we're rolling with Jimmy Ward, and then they're going to have uh, Tarvarius Moore, who I really like, um, coming off of an Achilles, though. So coming off of an Achilles, Tarvarius Moore, him, Talanoa Hafanga, and uh, who's the other guy? Odom. Um, yeah, I forget what his name is, but. I think like George Odom or whatever. But anyways, it sounds like they're going to have uh, those three guys basically battle it out for the starting safety position. And I kind of would like a better safety option than one of those three. Um, Hafunga, I like him, but I worry with his lack of athletic traits. Is he good enough to keep up as a starter in the NFL against other starters? Um, or will he be a liability? I feel like the 49ers would need to scheme around Hafunga if he's a starter, uh, just because he lacks the athletic traits to do some things. Um, is it Tarvarius Moore, who I really like because he's really fast and he's a ball hawk? Remember, he picked off Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Um, I think he actually has like two or three. I think he has three career interceptions and he hasn't even started a full season. Like Tarverius Moore is a ball hawk, but he is coming off of an Achilles. And then you've got Odom who is an all pro special teamer, but he's only started like nine games in his career, seven or nine games in his career at safety. So it's really a big question mark at the safety two position. Um, could we bring back Tart? I wouldn't hate that. Um, I know some people out there have been really hating on Tart, but I think he's a solid player. I don't think he's the best safety in the NFL, but I think that Tart is a solid, strong safety. He understands the defense really well, and he has really good chemistry uh, with Jimmy Ward. So, no, he's not perfect. No, he's not the best safety in the NFL. But you know what? In my opinion, he would be 
he would be the second best safety on this team if he were on the team right now. Um, and I would prefer to upgrade our safety two spot. Maybe that's one of our draft picks. We'll see. Yeah, so offensive line, um, a starting safety. More offensive weapons would be nice for Trey. I, I would like us to have more offensive weapons. Uh, obviously, Debo's incredible. Ayuk is awesome. Uh, Lance and Ayuk have been working out together this offseason down in Southern California. So that's awesome. They're developing that chemistry. I think Ayuk is going to blow up this season. I would not be surprised if Ayuk had like 1,400 yards. Uh, just Lance likes to go downfield and outside the numbers. And that is where Ayuk is at his best. Ayuk is a really good athlete and uh, he's so good at beating man coverage and separating at the uh, intermediate and deep. And I, I think him and Lance are going to have a special connection. I wouldn't be surprised if Ayuk had 1400 yards this season. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of Debo and Ayuk, like who are your wide receivers? Like I like Jawan Jennings. He is a uh, he's a power slot. You know, he's not fast. He runs a four seven. Uh, you want a big, strong possession wide receiver that can like break some tackles out of the slot and be a really good blunt run blocker. Awesome, but he's not ever going to stretch the field, um, and he's not ever going to be super dynamic. Uh, and then we've got Ray Ray McLeod who. His best season, his his key thing is special turn, special teams, kick returns, punt returns. Um, he's a wide receiver for a wide receiver five. And what I want to do is I want an upgrade at wide receiver three because Lance can throw the ball. And I want a guy who can stretch the field for him. And we, I don't really think that we have that, uh, if that makes sense. I just, I want, I want a wide receiver three, and I love Kittle. Don't get me wrong, I love Kittle. I've got his jersey. Um, but yeah, so Tebow, Kittle, Ayuk, awesome. But give me a, give me a fast, deep threat that can really stretch the field. Um, so that way, uh, Lance has, you know, four really good receiving options to go with his run game. But yeah, other than that, that's uh, I think that's pretty much it. Appreciate you for listening, obviously. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout out Ham. Tell your enemies. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just remember, you know, we've got uh, moving forward. The Niners don't have much cap space. Whatever. You know, they basically, what they've done this offseason is they, they improved the secondary they lost an offensive lineman, and they improved the special teams. Is this team better? Is this team worse? I don't think that the 49ers have necessarily improved overall a lot. I think they're pretty much in about the similar same spot. You know, they lost a defensive tackle, but they gained a starting corner. Um, you know, and then, like, you lose an offensive lineman. It sucks, but... That's like the one big loss that we had was a left guard. And if you tell me that a team that went to the NFC championship, the main thing that they lost was a left guard. Um, you know what? Hey, we, we were one of the four best. We were one of the final four last season. And remember 
we beat both those teams in the Super Bowl at least one time this season. We beat both of them during the regular season. So we still have a really good team. And our team that was limited by quarterback now has a 21-year-old with massive upside who's going to be starting. So I am very excited for Trey Lance to start next season. Um, the writing is on the wall. They've already announced it. You know, the, the changes that they made in the coaching staff and, um, you know, admitting that they tried to trade Jimmy. They've already announced it. But anyways, keep in touch. And uh, other than that, I will catch you next time. Have an awesome day. Go Niners.